everyone, welcome to Pickle Chips. Um, so in this episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different, but I think I'm going to kind of try to make it something regularly that I do. Um, not in every episode, but like every couple of episodes do a little um, episode similar to this one because it's something that's really on my heart. So um, I um, follow Jesus. I love Jesus so much. And actually, when I was creating this podcast or like thinking of ideas and asking people what I should talk about and what um, I should do, one of my friends, um, I'm actually going to shout her out. I love you, Elise. Um, Yeah. One of my friends suggested that I um, talk about Jesus and my um, God time and how I balance it kind of with my everyday life. And so I'm going to talk about that and I'm just going to talk about um, some of the things I do in my God time and like some of my favorite verses and just something that God has been teaching me um, this past week. And, um, you know, that's something that, you know, I love Jesus and I was thinking like, I totally want to bring him into this um, podcast time and what I talk about um, because he's amazing and why wouldn't I want to bring him into it? So that's what we're going to do. Um, so I'm just going to kind of dive right in. Um, honestly, when it comes to spending time with Jesus and like my everyday life and how consistent it is, uh, being a hundred percent honest, it is really hard for me to be consistent with God time. And it's not the fact that like, Oh, like I'm just, I don't want to talk to Jesus today or I don't want to read my Bible. It's more of the fact of like, I just want to sleep 10 more minutes or I am too busy like doing all this other stuff or I'd rather be on my phone. And I know that sounds so awful, but um, it is. It is a struggle for sure. I actually had a really cool revelation um, the other day um, about Jesus. And I didn't know if I was going to share it in the podcast, but I think I will. We're like, what? Uh, two minutes in and I'm already going to be real, real with y'all. Real, real. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Real, real. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so the other night I was spinning, I was um, laying in my bed and I was, couldn't sleep. And, and I'd already spent time with Jesus that day, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to worship music before I go to bed because that's really relaxing for me. And it just kind of like lets me soak on Jesus right before I go to sleep. And so I was listening to worship music, and the song came on, and it was going to be like the last song I was going to listen to um, that night, and then I was going to take my uh, AirPods out. Um, But the song comes on, and it's by Stephanie Gretzinger. I would 100,000% recommend her. She is amazing. I literally love her music. Um, She's so talented. But this song comes on called Cecile's Lullaby or something like that. And man, oh my goodness, guys, like, the words to this song just hit me. Um, I'm going to actually, I'll read you two of the lines, and then the thing that I kind of, like, wrote about um, my, like, kind of, like, related the song to my life and why it was so, like, important to me. So this the specific line that hit me was, um, it goes, No one knows me better than Jesus, and no one has been a better friend than Jesus. And, like, that is something that I've definitely always known. And it's, like, been a thing, like, oh, yeah, duh, Jesus knows me. But, like, I'm telling y'all, in this moment, I was, like, spiritually wrecked. So this is kind of what I what I wrote down so I wouldn't forget because this was at night. I said, no one knows me better than Jesus, and no one has been a better friend than Jesus. So why would I choose anything else? Why do I choose the world's approval and stereotypes and lies 
over the best friend I could ever ask for. Someone who knows me better than anyone in the entire world. Why do I continuously ignore the man who loves me unconditionally and in an unimaginable way? Wow, that's hard to say. (laughs) He always chooses me and he is always for me. Despite everything, he still chooses me. No one knows me better than Jesus, and no one has been a better friend than Jesus. And man, when I tell y'all, that just like hit me. I was like, why would I choose anything else? Why would my phone become more important than the person who has seen all of my mess and seen all of my sin and seen all of my dreams and my hopes and my goals and my feelings and my sadness and my pain? And he still chooses me and he is my best friend and he wants to spend so much time with me and get to know me more and just love me. Why would I choose the temporary satisfaction of Instagram? Why would I choose 10 more minutes of sleep when I've already slept? And I'm not saying that like, oh, you're a sinner if you forget to do your God time. Because honestly, I know I'm going to forget soon and it's not going to be and I'm going to forget how good Jesus is. Um. And that's just the humanness in me. But, like, when I really encourage y'all, if you don't spend time with Jesus regularly, um, man, Jesus longs to be your best friend. And he knows you. Whether you want him to or not, he is with you in every single moment of the day and every single moment of the night he sees you. And despite everything, he chooses you. Ugh, I love that about Jesus. I love that about him. But, yeah, okay. So, yeah, definitely Jesus time, um, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, 100,000 out of 10, recommend. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's definitely hard, like, because life gets crazy, you know, and school or, like, work will happen, and then you're just, like, totally rushed, and you forget, or you wake up late, and you just don't have time. Um, and I'm a morning person, so I'll get up and... Um, I said I'm a morning person, but I also, like, want to sleep. That's funny. But, like, I'm a morning person, so I like to spend time with Jesus in the morning because, you know, it kind of, like, lets me start my day out with God. And so usually during school, I really try to do that in the morning, and sometimes it's hard because that means I don't really get, like, a good amount of time with Him because I'll be rushed or I will have a really early class that day or something. But something I've also been doing, um, I actually did this, um, like, a month ago, I took a week, and that week, I decided to not listen to any secular music and just listen to worship music, like a fast from secular music. And I I love a lot of secular music. Not saying like, oh yeah, I'm a... I'm not saying all secular music is bad, because I don't think it is. I'm a big Ben Rector, Jake Scott um, person. I love those songs that tell stories, and so... While this was definitely hard for me because, and I do listen to a lot of worship music regularly. I kind of like mix it in. But like, anyway, anyway, I took a fast from secular music. And that whole week, I just got to like soak in the presence of God. And while like, you know, I'd be listening, I listen to music at school a lot because it helps me focus. And I would be like in class, do my work listening to music. And it would be like, Man, Jesus would meet me while I was doing algebra. And not going to lie, algebra and Jesus, not 100% the thing I would think of. But, you know, like, it was just so, so powerful. 
And like, it was like I was constantly in a state of worship and constantly in the presence of God. And it like, just like made my heart so joyful, specifically because I had been going through a lot that like past month, but it had been like, you know, Jesus, like despite everything, you're my king and I don't have to worry about it because you are so good. Um, And so, yeah, that is definitely one way that like, even if you don't have time to like sit down and journal or sit down and read your Bible, that like just soaking in worship music, even just for a day, is going to literally change the outlook of your entire day. It is literally um, so powerful. Um, I'm also just a big music person too. Music is kind of like one of my love languages, I think. It's just like I love sharing music and I love like learning what people like to listen to. It's just like something that, you know, I find a lot of joy in. Um, I don't know. So that's another big thing. You know, Jesus wants to know us. I love that Jesus wants to know us, and he loves the things we love. Um, And so, you know, I totally challenge you. Like, I also love art, and so I will, like, do art in my God time with Jesus. And I will, like, write verses on my art, or I will, like, paint pictures of what Jesus has given me, or, like, quotes or things that I think are really cool. Honestly, I'll find them on Pinterest or something. But, like, things that will totally be to my heart, and I'll be like, I'll do art in my God time about it and be like, man, Jesus, you are so good. And like taking time that like Jesus time and like spending time with Jesus just should not feel like a chore. And if it does feel like a chore, it's okay because I've totally been there. But like Jesus time should be something that refreshes you and restores you and you find so much joy in because it should be time spending with your best friend, the person that knows you and will always love you. And yeah, okay, totally just kind of ranted there. But, you know, ranting about Jesus, I think, is the best thing you can rant about. So that's 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 that, friend. Um, Okay, I'm going to talk about some of my favorite verses that I've recently or like power verses that I've listened to. Oh, okay. I'm going to actually share this first. So my friend who asked me, who gave me this idea was like, asked me how to like tie it in with my her everyday life but I think I'm also going to kind of talk about like ways to spend time with Jesus which I already have done a little bit but something I think is really cool too is in I don't know how many people do this I'm sure there's plenty so this is not all of my original ideas (laughs) um but I like to choose verses specifically that speak to me like for a year So, like, last year in 2019, I, like, had a page of 2019 verses that were really personal to me and personal to my um, relationship with God and what I was going through and who I was and what I was praying through and what was difficult and that I really needed encouragement in. And I would, um, I tried (laughs) to memorize those verses. I definitely didn't um, memorize all of them, and I really wish I had. And so I might go back and do that. I'm actually looking at, I have my God time journal out right now because I was like, you know what, I'm just going to share some of this stuff. But yeah, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 2019 verses. And for 2020, my page, I kind of like go through it throughout the year um, because whatever God is speaking to me, I want to like put that. So I have three 2020 verses. Um, And so yeah, that's something that I found really powerful too is like, 
specifically like big moments in my life and like God has given me a verse or a friend has prayed a verse over me and I've been like oh yes that is going in my my year verses for this year because I know this is stuff I need to speak over myself or stuff I need a belief for my life um I think one of my all-time all-time favorite verses that I recently um not recently probably like I guess yeah recently kind of found is Romans 5 3 through 5 Ugh, so powerful I'm just gonna go ahead and read it because this is my podcast and I'm gonna do what I want with it and so I'm gonna talk about this um but it says and not only that but we will also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance endurance produces proven character and proven character produces hope This hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And I think that verse is so powerful that like no matter what you're going through, like through the hard time and through the rough patches and through the brokenness, God is proving your endurance and through your endurance proves who you are. And through who you are, there is hope in Jesus because of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is good, man. Jesus is so good. But yeah, that's another way that I like choose to spend my time with God is like find life verses or like year verses for my life. And I think that's really cool. Like, you know, like kind of broadening your stance of like, okay, Lord, not a mom, not only am I committing to you this day when I'm choosing to write this down, but I'm committing this for my year and I'm committing this for this next week. Or I did that out of order. I'm committing this for this next week and for this next month and for this next year. Um, this is what I want to live by. And I think that's a really powerful thing um, to do. Also really, really fun. Um, okay, going to just, like, look through my journal and kind of see other things that I do. And, like, man, I love spending time with Jesus. And I'm not going to lie, um, it became a new thing that I love. Because it, I've always spent time with Jesus. You know, when I was a little, when I was younger, I would, like, um, do those, like, little devos it would be like the girl's guide to god or like a girl after god's own heart and those are so great and those are like um oh i can't remember the other one that i did jesus calling or something i don't know those are all great really powerful great references but specifically for who i am i think i just couldn't the structure of it um i'm not necessarily a super structured person i am actually i'm pretty organized but I don't know, it was like, it was like, there was, I don't even know how to explain it. But for me, it just wasn't something I enjoyed doing. Let's, that's just how we're going to put it. Because those are totally great. I love those. Um, really powerful words. But it just wasn't something I enjoyed. And it would be something I would procrastinate. And it would be something that I would just choose not to do. And then I would end up just not spending time with Jesus. Because, you know, I wouldn't think it was fun or I'd think it was a chore. Um, and that is not God's heart, you know. He does not want it to feel like a chore when we spend time with him. He wants it to feel like the best time ever, and which is what it should be. Um, but yeah, my love for Jesus time has not been a big thing. But ever since, like, um, I don't even know, maybe like a year ago? Probably not even that. But like, I totally forgot where I was going with this. That's like awkward. Um, it's okay. Jesus will give it to me. Oh, oh, yes, okay. Jesus time has never, I've said this, hasn't always been something that I've enjoyed doing, 
But I think in the moment um, when I decided that I was like, okay, Lord, I need you in my life and I need you, I need to spend constant time with you, um, Jesus would just give me new ways and he would like literally like highlight verses for me or he would like tell me like, hey, why don't you paint this? Because I love, I love, love, love art so much. I'm not a great artist, but I love it. Um, Yeah, and so just like finding the, the ways that like I could spend time with Jesus would just like, that were so personal to me was so, so fun to me. And like, I love using different colors and I love like making my journal so neat and nice. This is actually, I was laughing with one of my friends because I never, ever finish my journals. I'll lose them or I will just like get bored with them or I'll buy a new journal and then I'll start on that journal because I'm so excited. Um, I'm kind of impatient sometimes. But this is a journal, it's really pretty actually. And so I am determined to finish it and make it look beautiful. It's like one of those bullet journals, so it's like dotted pages. And yeah, I'm really, really freaking proud of it. Um, but yeah, um, something specifically God has been putting on my heart that's been kind of personal to me that I think I will share has been, um, man, like rebuking the lies of the enemy in my life and not only rebuking the lies, but declaring truth, because I think that is really important, um, because, you know, I don't have power over the enemy by myself, but when I stand with Jesus, and when Jesus stands with me, which he always does, I have power over the enemy, um, and so lately, I've just been, like, you know, highlighting the lies in my life, I'm like, oh, man, I feel like this, like, I feel like I am afraid, or I feel like I am alone, or I feel like I am selfish, or things like that, and I'll be like, no, but that is not true, because while, like, yes, I'm imperfect, and I'm a sinner, Jesus calls me new, and he makes me new, and so then I find the truths from Jesus, whether in scripture, or whether waiting on the Lord, and man, like, just how, like, freeing it has been to get that, like, freedom from Jesus, um, and just, like, not let the enemy define me has been so good. Um, back to, um, scripture, I, I, like, wrote down in my journal, I have this page of, like, power verses, and these aren't, like, a part of the life verses. These are verses that I'm, like, man, like, when I need to fight this thing, or when I need to trust, or when I need to, when I am weak, um, here, I'll read, like, a couple of them that are just so, so good. Um, and I wrote like a little explanation underneath them. So here's one, Psalm seventy three twenty six. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. And then my little like kind of summary of it was like, Lord, when I am weak and broken, I know you will sustain me. Specifically through this time, like me and like the weakness of like, oh, I feel just so alone or I feel so like, I can't do this anymore, this is too difficult, or I'm not smart enough, like, no, like, even when I am weak, Jesus meets me in my weakness, and through him, and through that weakness, he is glorified, and he will sustain me, um, whoo, man, chills, guys, literal chills, love Jesus, um, another one that I love, 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 oh, that one's, like, so long, I'm gonna read it to y'all anyway, because, Y'all probably need it. I need it. I need this reminder. 
Um, it goes Matthew five fourteen through 16. You are the light of the world. A city uh, situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand, and is given light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. In my little um, my little summary of that was like Jesus. I long to be bold, to be a bold light in the darkness. I want to burn for you. Let me be your ambassador. Here I am, Lord. Send me. And like man. Yeah, yeah. So that's something I would really um, also, like, totally encourage would be, like, I love, 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 like, reading scripture and then applying it to my life and, like, kind of paraphrasing it and, like, praying it. Um, Because I think, you know, specifically with, like, teenagers, the Bible feels so old, (laughs) feels really, really dated, um, not to everybody, but just kind of the, some of the people I've talked to and some of the opinion I've even had from, like, my my, my mentors or my um, leaders have been like, yeah, we, we long for youth to um, look to the Word of God, but that's just not something that they're doing. Like, that's not the instant um, instinct, you know, to run to the Word. It's to run to a friend or run to social media or run to um, the Internet, you know? But, like, man, like, I want to run to the school I want to run to scripture when I'm in trouble and I want to run to Jesus when I'm worried and I want to run to, you know, the Bible when things are rough or, and stuff. But yeah, definitely something I've even seen um, in people is that people don't go to scripture or specifically youth don't run to scripture and it feels really boring or it feels really um, like do's and don'ts. But I think that is so not true. Man, the Bible is so cool. It is so cool. Um, ugh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm trying to make sure I'm like, Oh, how long should I make this podcast with me? Just like talking about Jesus. But, you know, honestly, I think that makes Jesus happy just being talked about, you know, I literally can't stop smiling because I just love Jesus so much. Like, ah, ah, ah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so something that I totally like am all about is reading the Bible and going to the Bible. And um, I love, love, love scripture. But it's definitely hard because, like, you know, a lot of my friends um, who aren't Christians, you know, there's almost, like, this fear of, like, oh, what if they think I'm weird because I'm a Christian? (laughs) They probably do. And honestly, you know, I want to be weird if that means I'm with Jesus. Count me off as weird. Um... I feel like I was totally taking this a different direction, and then I got confused. Um, oh, well. <laughs> Someone's going to talk to me, and they're going to be like, Annie, you started, like, four ideas, and then you never finished them. And it's probably genuinely because I can't remember what I said ten minutes ago. I can't remember. I just, <laughs> it's a struggle sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I'm really big on taking scripture and applying it. Oh, yeah, I'm taking scripture and applying it to my life and really just looking into what the Bible says about things because literally God talks about almost everything in the Bible. Like he talks about worry. Yeah, it's in there. Anxiety, depression, it's in there. He talks about um, money and husband and wives and relationships, not just husband and wives. He talks about um, your dreams. He talks about like 
you know, going to other countries. He talks about travel. He talks about um, food. He talks about literally everything. Like, I guarantee, like, you could come up with a topic, and I bet you could find some sort of biblical reference about it. And, you know, oh, oh, yeah, back to the whole youth not liking the Bible. Not all youth. I don't want to put that stereotype. But that's just something I've noticed, and I'm praying that that changes. But the whole do, people believing the do, that the Bible is just a list of do's and don'ts, I do not think that is true, man. Because literally, like, just scripture after scripture of Jesus saying, no, like, come back to me, I love you, or like, like I want to spend time with you, or like, I care about you, and I'm rising you up, and I'm saying you are, you'll be glorified in heaven, and like, Man, scripture is like the best source of encouragement and the best source of um, love, you know. Um, I'm looking in my my journal for scriptures I've written down about um, love and uh, Jesus choosing us and Jesus calling us enough. Um, yes, let me let me let me take a little look here. I would be looking in my actual Bible, but I never. <laughs> that's funny, actually. Um, I literally, my Bible is falling apart. I um, actually got it wet at a camp I went to. My water bottle leaked all over. And it was like literally the summer that I got it. I wanted to cry. I was literally so sad. Um, but like the whole like binding is like coming off. And some of the pages are really wrinkled. And like, I mean, just kind of ripping apart here. But that's okay. There's some saying about like, a person with a worn-out Bible. I don't know. It's a cool saying. Someone will listen to this and correct me who's my friend. So correct me, friend, <laughs> whoever you are. Okay, I found a scripture that I think is really cool that is totally not a do and don't and totally is, like, so encouraging from Jesus. Um, John fourteen twenty seven, Peace I leave with you. Um, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be trouble, troubled or fearful. And, like, man, like, Jesus longs for us to be bold, and he longs for us to feel his presence. Um, you know, Jesus even talks about, like, um, the heart of, like, a noble woman and, like, the heart of, like, like who we should be. And I just love that. Another verse, I don't have the... Oh, okay, here's one. John sixteen twenty two. So you also have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Your hearts will rejoice and no one will take away your joy from you. And then John sixteen thirty three, I have told you these things so that um, in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world, but be courageous. I have conquered the world. And, you know, I think that's so cool. Like Jesus is telling us like, hey, like, you know, he's not saying you're never going to go through these things. And he doesn't say like, oh, I'm going to protect you and life's going to be easy peasy as a Christian because it's not. It is hard following Jesus. But man, man, the end goal is so great. And along the way, Jesus just shows us how much he loves us through his word. And I think a lot of people just forget to go back to his word and just the simple love that he declares for us. It's just amazing. Um... Yeah, I'm, okay, I said earlier I'm a big music person. Did I say that? I'm pretty sure I did, yes, because I was talking about worship music. Um, but just to kind of revisit the whole music section really quick. Um, 
I love, like, you know, I talked about how that song, like, totally wrecked me. And so sometimes I will take songs that, like, um, you know, that wreck me, and I will write out the lyrics of it in my journal. And, like, I'll write up the entire song, and I will, like, pray that song. Um, yeah, if you guys want to follow my worship playlist, I have, like, 40. <laughs> Not 40. That's totally exaggerative. I have, like, seven um, because I end up like, okay, I want this set to be my soaking songs and this set to be my jump up worship songs and this set to be things that all my family knows and this set to, I don't even know, but you should follow, um, any Catherine Dunn on Spotify. Um, yeah, follow my Da Bomb worship songs playlist. I've got some pretty good jams, but yeah, I, I'm looking at a page right now in my journal of a song I've written out. Um, it's by Brian and Katie Torwalt. They're probably one of my favorite, favorite artists, Christian artists of all time. Um, and this song is like, when you walk into the room, it's a pretty well-known song, but man, like the lyrics and the words just resonate with me so well. Um, I'll like read a little bit of it. It says, when you walk into the room, everything changes. Oh, okay. Before I read it, there's something different about reading a song and singing a song. Because singing a song, it is so powerful, so, so powerful. And, like, it's really, like, from your heart. But something also about reading it is, is, like, I don't know. It's, like, really cool. Like, the difference between, like, the, like, I don't even know. This might not make any sense. But to me, it, like, reading songs out loud are really powerful, too. Like, there's just, like, something about it. And maybe that's just songs with that are about Jesus, because I think if I were to be reading a Ben Rector song, it wouldn't feel the same way. Not that Ben Rector isn't amazing. Love you, Ben. But, you know, Jesus is better. Um, but, yeah, here here's just a little part of it. Um, I think I also speak songs because I can't really sing. And so <laughs> if I were to sing on this <laughs> podcast, y'all would not be happy with me. So we're not going to do that. But, um, okay, it says, I think one of my favorite lyrics is, when you walk into the room, everything changes. Darkness starts to tremble at the light that you bring. And when you walk into the room, every heart starts start. Bah, starts burning and nothing matters more than just to sit here at your feet and worship you and then like the chorus is like I love you or it goes we love you but that's another thing I do is I take songs and I make them even more personal and I just say I um I don't know if that's normal or not but I'll be like in my youth group and I will totally like just like sing the song and instead of saying like we love you I'll sing like I love you I don't know why I do that, but it just sometimes, it makes it feel more like I'm genuinely praying it, or genuinely singing it, but the chorus goes, I love you, and I'll never stop, I can't live without you, Jesus, which I couldn't, my life would be, uh, it is a mess, but my life would be awful without Jesus, literally, I would not be half of who I am today without him, um, yeah, it goes, I can't live without you, Jesus. I love you. I can't get enough. All of this is for you. And then the little bridge part, which is probably the the part that gets me in the song every time, and I literally will not burst into tears, but I'll be close to um, the part that says, Come and consume, God, all I am. I give you permission. My heart is yours. I want you. Oh, I'm going to listen to this song later tonight. Man, I just love that song. And I love how, you know, 
worship music is just so amazing. You know, in the Bible it says um, in heaven, you know, after we die and when Jesus comes back, or when Jesus comes back, who knows, we're going to just for eternity be singing to Jesus at his feet and be like on the ground like in awe of him. And when I used to hear that as a kid, I'd be like, that sounds boring. I can't sing that long. <laughs> and I would like dream that heaven would be a place full of candy and I would get to like live with all my best friends. And I think that that's going to be part of it, I'm sure. But man, just to sit at the feet of Jesus for forever and sing to him, that is going to be crazy awesome. I cannot wait for that. Um, whoo! Ooh, I'm getting excited. Um, getting getting really excited. So yeah, this was just a little bit of my heart today about Jesus and scripture and stuff. And I think I'm gonna do um more of these like little like Jesus filled podcasts. Um and you know, if you've made it this far, I'm so happy. Kinda shocked because you know, I feel like I've just totally probably been super boring. I don't think Jesus is boring, but who knows what um, whoever's listening to this thinks. But, you know, thank you for listening this far. And I really hope whatever I said or something that resonated with you about Jesus. Um, yeah, I just encourage you if you don't know Jesus and you somehow accidentally stumbled upon this and you've stayed this far. um. Know that you are loved by Jesus, and he sees you wherever you are. Um, even if you do follow Jesus, that is true for you too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I'm going to do these more um, frequently and have like in between all my random podcasts where I talk about literally anything or I bring my friends in and we talk about the Enneagram or hot dogs or ketchup. I don't know. You're actually, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, that's for another time. But I'm definitely going to make this a regular thing about, like, man, what Jesus is showing me or what is on my heart. And so stay tuned for more Jesus times. I need to think of a cool name for this. Okay. Well, I hope you guys have a great day wherever you are. Peace out, homies.